On this week's episode of the We've Seen That Podcast, we're talking about Mortal Kombat. I'm Scott. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. music we are back for our 33rd episode correct yeah yes 33rd episode of the we've seen that podcast with a familiar face on the pod um just to give a quick announcement for him he is a father of one daughter and i if I am correct, there is another bun in the oven for mr adam here yeah yeah that's, that's an exciting announcement shit yeah Gotta, okay. Gotta keep them coming, I guess. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> I, I, no, t- I, I text two. We're good. <laughs> I texted Adam this morning and immediately was like, dude, your child tax credit's gonna be so awesome. That was my first <laughs> like, message too. It's like paying out monthly, baby. Yeah, it's yeah. like one of those things. Tell me you're a tax accountant without actually telling me Correct. you're a tax accountant. Correct. Uh, I also wanted to start off the episode by just stating that um, Vin Diesel has yes now saved movie theaters and i just wanted to say thank you to to mr vin diesel for for saving thank movie you theaters. mr diesel <laughs> thank are, you, are we thanking vin or are we thanking dom because i think he was doing that in character the oh that was 100 in character he was in character don't well, you realize you, these movies are documentaries well, is, is there a distinction at this point is no, vin just I, dom yes i I, so I don't know if I, it, for for all you listening who haven't seen it, please watch the newest Fast and Furious trailer, and you will have a one minute monologue of Mr. Vin Diesel stating how it's okay to go back to theaters now. <laughs> that's pretty much it, isn't it? I mean, that's like the best way to describe it. Not as it though they wild. haven't been open for a couple months. Right, but now that Vin has said it's okay, I feel much better than like if somebody stupid from the CDC said something. Like I will listen to Vin Diesel, so probably I guess I'm wants, going to the theater. Well, he probably wants his paycheck too. I mean, this movie's been delayed for over a year now. Or Fair point. Yeah, How much you want to bet his comp is tied into number of tickets sold? Oh, 100 <laughs> percent. Yeah, right. It's, it's gotta be. But anyway, uh, it's a good reason to just say Marcus, Marcus, Marcus on the pod and, and get your butts over to Marcus Theaters and see uh, Fast 9 in theaters June 25th, 4th, 5th, 5th. Wow. So, yeah, um, there's nine of these. That's that's amazing. This, this Technically, the there's nine. ten if you count Hobbs and Shaw. That's true. And you should count Hobbs and Shaw because it's one of the most ridiculous movies I've ever seen. Also, it's there's a there. uh, Netflix original kids show animated one on on netflix you're shitting oh my god i, I am not no, I, shitting you I've i have not watched too. it but i watched the trailer and it looked terrible <laughs> um, well i just it's called I like felt spy I... cars or something i gotta look it up is it oh. safe to say that the cars have jumped the shark i this what that they've jumped yes. the shark it what is do you called mean? fast and furious spy racers <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and i think like 
uh, Dominic Toretto's nephew or something is the main character. Oh, it's wild. so they, they they couldn't get Vin to do the animated show. He's listed as on the cast, so he must make an appearance. Like I said, I haven't watched any. And not only is Vin Diesel a, a great actor, but also a a, um, a a great singer as well. Um, boys, just so you are aware of the pot of the. So I told my brother to make a, a playlist for this weekend, and Anthony, as you've seen, it's it's absolutely outrageous the songs I mean, he's putting. There's about twelve different genres on that playlist. I uh, yeah. Say. yeah, yeah. Um, and one of those songs will, of course, be "Feel Like I Do," added by me. The song of the summer, Mr. Vin Diesel. Thank you again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, let's get into it. Uh, Let's start with what we're watching. Adam, as our guest, would you like to go first? Uh, Sure. I, uh, as you guys mentioned last week when I texted live on the recording, I went to a theater this week. Uh, I went to a Marcus theater. Marcus, Marcus, Marcus. Yes. (laughs) Got some popcorn and a uh, Dr. Pepper. And I watched Boom. an anime film called Demon Slayer Mugen Train, which has been breaking records and stuff, and I thought it was very good. Uh, I talked about the show when I was watching it a couple months ago, and Anthony mentioned he was watching it, so there's not much more to say because it's a, just a continuation of the story the show was telling. But the animation was beautiful, and uh, I really liked it. Let yeah. me ask Super this. Oh, oh, go ahead, Jim. Is this nope. similar to like Pokemon where... like? They'll do a movie and then they'll still continue the show, or is like the show done? So, it is the the show will continue. Season two has been announced. Okay. So it is like Pokemon in that regard, but it is unlike Pokemon in that the movie is canon. So if you did not see the movie and you just watched season one and then season two, you could probably be quite confused about what happened because in the last episode of season one they're getting on the, the titular mugen train and it cuts to credits so if you didn't watch the movie and picked up season two there would be some big differences in both location and character cast uh so wait yeah. a minute so the mugen train is canon and it's in universe yep okay okay sweet sorry i was so it'll, once everything's out, it'll be season one movie, season two, if you want to follow the story, because you'd be missing a fairly large chunk. Right, it's kind right. of like what DBZ's been doing lately, isn't it? With yeah, this newer... uh, yes, just the most recent one. Broly was canon. Um, okay. But also, yeah, they haven't they haven't continued the show again since the movie. So. Right, right, yeah. But they if they did, that... it would be, they would, you would need to see the movie. Right after that, cool. Cool. Yeah, I I haven't unfortunately got around to watching any more episodes, so I think I'm like five or six in. But yeah, it's it's been really entertaining, like I said. So I can't wait to kind of pick back up on that for sure. Quick, quick announcement: uh, Anthony is sitting with a very nice haircut today. Oh, I just wanted, true. Just wanted to you know sauce him up a little bit, but that fade looks good. Got to so. had to show up, man. You got a big weekend coming, so I had it's to look pretty good for it. This is pretty bad <laughs> podcasting, but he looks really good if you guys can see it. So. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Oh, um, right. On to my next okay. one I'm watching. Uh, season five of another anime that I watch called My Hero Academia also started recently. So I've been watching that. Um, it's uh, basically what if Harry Potter was about superheroes instead of wizards. It's, it's a school where they learn to be superheroes. They go on nice. like internships and stuff. It's like very sky good. high. Yeah, but good. 
<laughs> we gotta do that movie. So we bad. do. I, there's there's some issues with that movie if you watch it. <laughs> I can imagine. Uh, but yeah, don't. No, uh, My Hero Academia is very good. If you're at into into superheroes or comic books at all, I would recommend it. It's amazing. Yeah, I've, buddy... I've recommended it to Jim many times, and he has not watched it. Yeah, I, I, think would, I have I think a list. He would love it too. A long list. But, yeah, that's, the list. That's... The list usually grows for Jim. <laughs> well, because I got eight to ten people telling me to watch things. Yeah, and I'm only who are these other man. eight? <laughs> Scott, I have other friends. It's, it's such bullshit when you tell people that you're part of a movie podcast. Um, not that I go around bragging about this that often, but but it's always like, oh, you should watch this, and I'm like, yeah, um, okay. What they don't know is that we literally have like yeah like the our first you know well not usually just the last couple of shows we've had like four weeks planned out we can't just like you know well, yeah. I guess we can put it in what we're watching but yeah we have a lot of other things I mean we do have lives it's not just this podcast believe it or not even though it's, it's as successful as, as it is we wish yeah, we, it but... was just the podcast <laughs> yeah that's true yeah sure. and then Adam Adam you had one one more piece or no. Uh, I took it off. I've been watching random shit. I watched Star Wars Episode Three. I watched. I rewatched some on. Marvel show uh, movies in the anticipation of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like, uh, do we want f- finale? We can, can we talk about that now? Yeah, yeah we, maybe at the end. Okay. Yeah, I did watch it, Jim. Uh, Are you proud of me? Finally. I got it in. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, watch My Hero Academia though. It's streaming on Hulu. Okay. The English dub yeah. is good, so no subtitles if you don't want them. My Scott, you know my buddy AJ. Yeah. Um, he's been he's watched this show too. He loves it, so I okay. I should probably get on that too. Thanks, Adam. More streaming on Hulu. More things to watch. <laughs> Love it. All right, um, Anthony, what what have you been watching? So we what do we recorded on Friday? It's been about four days. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't really get around to much other than for some reason just felt the infinite need to sit down for three hours and forty eight minutes and watch <laughs> Lord of the Rings: The Fellowship of the Ring extended edition. Always a good idea. <laughs> it was the greatest like four hours yeah. of the last four days. To be honest, um, <laughs> like you can never go wrong. It's an obvious 10 out of 10 for, you know, reasons we've talked about on this show over and over and over again. And, yeah, it was great. Now I just need to watch the next two at some point. But, yeah. Love well, it. A while, for a while here, Marcus was doing um, showings of all three Lord of the Rings in our area, at least. So probably yours, too. I, I Was it, like, the anniversary that just happened or 20, something? 20 years. Jesus. Man. They just uh, announced a new promo. Um Every week for the next eight weeks on Fridays, you could go see a Fast and Furious movie, and that lines up that then the following week you'll get to see the new one. Wow. Um, mark me down for number um, probably Tokyo Drift. <sighs> what you're gonna that's make it through three, watch? or that's where you want to start? I want to start there. Uh, according to the chronological order of the story, isn't that where you're supposed to start? No, I don't know. I don't think no? so. What? Well, oh. Okay. Well, uh, I think chronologically Tokyo Drift takes place between four and five. Oh shit. Um, what's the shit about Han being alive? Is that actually like it's oh. obviously real now? So like, why? I'm sure they'll show us how, but like, I don't know how no, they're going to read. No, he's just going to step out of. He's just going to step out of the shadows. Be like, hey guys, what's up? Like, it, they're not going to explain it. It's, it, it's a then, comic book at this point. 
So Jason Vin Statham Di just didn't just shoot him in the head when he was like laying there when we Correct. saw that happen? Yep. No. Vin okay. Diesel is literally just going to go, family never dies. And then he's going to get out of the car. <laughs> yep. And then it's like, oh, man. And he's just going to be eating chips because that's yeah. what he does. He already did camp. it in the trailer. Oh, oh man. Jesus. Fucking A. Okay. Jim, what, uh, Anthony, anything else about to say about Lord of the Rings? I know there's... You know, I mean, I could go on forever. But <laughs> okay. We better not. All right, Jim, what what have you been watching? So I watched uh, the first episode of Succession. Um, Hell it's, yeah. It's pretty good. I mm. I really like how the dad kind of stabs Kendall in the back right in the first episode there. Spoilers. Haven't you seen it? I'm pretty sure it's in no. the trailer, oh. <laughs> bomb, to be honest, for the show. Might be. It's, it's okay. the first episode, I wasn't Jim. Planning don't feel on bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. But also, I hate them all. Yep. Um. I like that they call Siobhan Shiv. I think that's funny. Like she's going to stab you in the back. And of course she's in politics, which is hilarious. Um, but yeah, I think I'll watch more of it. Angela was not a fan. She's like, I need someone to root for in my shows. Ooh, man. So they're that you'll, bad. You'll get people eventually. They're, they're all always going to be terrible people, but you might root for them a little bit. Kind of like the Breaking Bad thing, which I guess he was kind of a good person at the beginning. It went bad, and you still kind of rooted for him. Uh, but here, once they get more development and stuff, there will be ones that you kind of root for. And, like, it's so well written. Like, it, it's a 10 out of 10 for me. I can't wait for season three. I love this show so much. Right now, I'd say I'm rooting for Kieran Culkin just because I think he's low-key hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, He's a shitbag, but he's got some problems that they explore more, like mentally. Not it seems as though he's got like, baggage. Uh, yeah, and they, they explore that and like try to not excuse his actions, but kind of explain why he is how he is. And uh, I I don't know, it's very good. I'll but hopefully it's not stick for with everyone, it. Though. It's we'll see. We'll see if uh, My Hero Academia or Demon Slayer or something kicks it off of my backlog and i end up watching like two or three episodes and never going back well that'd be fine too watch any of those any of my recommendations jim i'm glad you at least watched <laughs> one episode of something i recommended to you oh, gosh but i have this problem i log into like my streaming apps and you know i have too many of them because we do the movie podcast so i'm like well i'll keep that what if there's something good on there and then you know a hundred clicks later and two hours and i haven't watched a fucking thing yep Yep. And then I sit it's down bullshit. and watch Community or Friends or, you know, yeah. you or know Lord what? of the Rings. <laughs> Jim, Jim, you want me to diagnose you on the air? That's straight up called anxiety and we all have it. <laughs> That's exactly what that is. You're like, oh, fuck it. I'm going back to the well. And you just go to something that's safe because you don't want to. And you're searching for two hours. By that time, you could have had a movie. Because I'm saying this because I know exactly what you're saying. I have been through this dilemma like 12 times in the last year. So I get it. Well, and it's like if I sit down to watch a movie and like, let's say it's like some comic book movie and it's two and a half hours long and two and a half hours later, it fucking sucks. How upset yep, am I going to be time. that I wasted my precious time? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'll go watch like Michael Myers for the, the 17,000th time. And, and I'm still having fun with that. So it, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. But Jim, you don't have to worry about that if you watch the things I recommend because I have excellent taste. <laughs> there it is. Oh, there <laughs> That's the key. I'll, the I'll worst, just I'll the... FaceTime you and show you my 
TV screen and you just point and say that one. <laughs> the worst the worst thing in the world is people who don't realize their recommendations are bad and think they're really good at it. That's just sad. And oh, I've damn, met, shots I've fired. Met, not you. <laughs> no, Adam, everything you've suggested like you, Ben, uh all the boys on the pod here, great recommendations usually. But if I ever get a recommendation from someone and it's bad, I borderline cancel them from my life. I'm usually just like <laughs> you have no purpose so like like i can't cancel him because he's my brother but robert would suggest what anthony what what would we be watching every week jarhead three or something yep uh, the marine um you know like hey don't diss john cena uh, well it's not just john cena it's cody rhodes it's ted dibiase it's every wwe superstar in that series but like telling me more we'd (laughs) we'd have a lot we'd have a lot of mark Wahlberg on the pod to say the least so which is not necessarily a bad thing but it can be <laughs> then we'd have to try and get marky mark and the funky things to get like outro music or something oh Ooh. man the funky bunch is that mean? what it is oh fuck yeah. Yeah, the funky things <laughs> i thought that's what it was that's a better Jesus. name to be honest <laughs> it is it is all right jim what's this uh what's this f-a-w-s falcon and the winter soldier i see okay so yeah let's hear what let's hear what that? you got then we'll talk Foz. Um, quick thing, uh, Cassie and I, well, I've seen this already, but Cassie and I started rewatching The People vs. O.J. Simpson, which was an FX series about the, is, Jim, is that your dog? It's my dog. I'm sorry. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Live on the air, Adam's dog name? Gunner. Gunner. We Welcome go. to the pod. Um, but yeah, People vs. O.J. Simpson, it's a dramatization of, obviously, what people probably call the most famous trial of all time. And if you watch it, there's reasons why it was. And it's just an absurd show. Uh, John Travolta's in it. Guy who plays Ross, whose name is escaping my David fucking Schwimmer. head. David Schwimmer. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. It's actually a pretty stat cast. Um, and it's it's pretty damn entertaining. Um, I If you don't... If you haven't actually looked into the OJ trial ever, it's a... I mean... It, you have to. You just have to. Just because of the time the country, the time our country, how our country was at the time. It, it was fresh off the Rodney King beatings, basically. Um, and, like, we we were begging for social justice that a case like this was allowed to happen. Uh, it's amazing. You, you just have to see everything about it, how long it was, how they selected the jury. It's it's incredible. It's incredible. So Is that streaming re- everywhere? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Okay, because um, I never got around to watching it. I've only heard good things. So highly recommend it. It does get a little ridiculous at parts because David Schwimmer obviously plays Can't Robert stop Car- Juice. Yeah, it, I that, just remember that part that, of the show. Every time, every time something serious, he's just going juice, juice. Yeah. But the the better parts are when David Schwimmer, aka Robert Kardashian, in the show, they cut to like scenes with the kids. And it's like, Kim, no, your Uncle Juice isn't that bad of a guy. Like, some of the lines in this, I'm like, there's no way this happened. Like, don't even. Yeah, but, and then there's occasional back and forth between Kris Jenner and and, uh, Robert Kardashian. It's just, there's some parts of it where you're like, this clearly didn't happen. But then there's some parts where you're like, this definitely didn't happen. You Google it, and it did fucking happen. So, um, just some, like, uh, a, a decent one i want to point out the jury was allowed to walk through oj simpson's house and his the murder did not happen at his house okay so like the defense team 
O.J. Simpson wasn't exactly considered, like, super accepted in the black community. The defense team, like, cultured up his house to make it look like he was because eight of the jurors were black. So, like, it, 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 there is just, it's a crazy trial. I mean, you'll learn a lot more about Johnny Cochran. You'll learn a lot more about um, Marsha Clark, which, if if you like this, watch O.J. Made in America. It was a special done by ESPN, and it is wild to hear how much this dramatization lines up directly with this actual di- biography. So I can't recommend it enough. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been on my list for a long time. I'll have to try to get on that. Yeah, it's 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 something. It's something. All right, you guys take over with this uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. I'll, I'll sit back. Who wants to start bashing this episode? Bash. I'm not going to bash it. It was fine. It was bad. It was not bad. Come on. Uh, Anthony, you're the tiebreaker. I, I know, I'm just sitting in the middle. I don't know. It, I'm down the middle. I mean, that's it what feels, I'm saying. I'm not saying it's good. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, there was a I lot wouldn't of call it bad, though. I liked about it, but I will it's agree. It's rotten. On like Rotten Jim Tomatoes. Said last, like, let, Jim said last week, it's like they press fast forward for like, yeah, this episode. Definitely. It, yeah. it was rushed. It was not well paced. But it's like a five or six out of ten like it's it was serviceable it tied up the story well enough right and i i feel like they're trying to leave things specifically on the table because like we announced or uh not announced but in high porn last week they're doing a captain america 4 right and it's obvious at this point having come out the other side of that episode that that's going to star anthony mackie and you know the sebastian stan said he'll be back as well so he's in it too sweet because bucky they're them together is the best part of the series basically and uh i don't know i like anthony mackie i think he's gonna be an okay captain america i don't know if he can be on his own i think he needs someone to play off of you don't think he could hold up an entire movie on his own i unfortunately i don't but right and i don't think that has any fact of him being captain america i just think i like anthony mackie too and in like any movie i've seen him though he's always been like part of an ensemble sort of thing yeah Yeah. we'll Um, see maybe he can be a leading man you know i'm sure he'll get his chance and it might be great i don't know i hope it is great because i mean it's an exciting time to actually bring this to uh to the big screen too you know black captain america they talked about it a bunch yeah, what did you guys think of the suit? I was a little underwhelmed. I liked honest. it. I don't know. I thought it, I mean, it was cool, but I th- I wanted it to like have the Black Panther like properties or like abilities because it was made in Wakanda. I think it yeah. was just the wings that were supposed to be vibrating. I know. I, I don't think right. it's his suit. Uh, well, and he did block I, I like bullets saying. and stuff with the wings, didn't he? Which that was very yeah. cool. Uh, there was that yeah. scene where. He puts the wings down and puts the helmet, the not the helmet, the the shield on top, and like lets the helicopter roll over him. He makes like mm-hmm. a like a phalanx with the wings of the shield. I thought that was very cool and a, a cool way to show what he can do without the super soldier serum. Yeah, yeah I did like too. There was wasn't there a point where he stabs the tip of the wings into the ground and then like he uh, braces for a punch. One of the super soldiers yeah. punches the shield and he braces for it by putting the wing into the cement and. It, I thought that was cool as well. Yeah, and then like, didn't he use like the the booster on his back to like push out of that and back into the super soldier? Yeah, he did a like a shield bash where like Steve Rogers would like put it in front of him and run. He put it in front of him and hit his jetpack mm-hmm. to like get that that extra power. 
Yeah, so I, I did I like thought, that. I thought that was sweet. Yeah, yeah. I will say, like, it's clear they saved quite a bit of money for the production value because, like, this looked like a fucking movie, like one of the movies, you know, yeah. this last episode. A lot of, like, the action sequences, like, looked incredible. Like, the CGI was really good when he's flying around and all that stuff. So, yeah, kudos to them on that part for sure. And there there was those issues with the pacing. Um, I'm curious what they had to cut because there, there was some news that came out that the Flag Smashers, the, the villains, were supposed to have some sort of plot point with some sort of bioweapon or virus. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so they, they cut that, obviously, for, for <laughs> COVID reasons, because uh, obviously this show has been in production before COVID started. Well, so wasn't this to... supposed to come out before WandaVision? Correct yes, me this was wrong. supposed to be the first Marvel Disney Plus thing. Um, so they had to cut that whole storyline and kind of rework it. So I'm wondering if that was some of the pacing issues. I don't know where I saw it. It was. It might have been a video I was watching about the show or something, but it was just funny. It's like they spend the entire show and um, Sam finally becomes Captain America, but... The rest of the show was basically Bucky trying to not or like overcome being the Winter Soldier, and yet it just becomes Captain America and the Winter Soldier. They should have <laughs> like changed just, it to the. Yeah, they put just, it, should have put the White Wolf. Right, he just keeps I, his name after he spends the whole show. Like it, they put a huge point in that of him trying to overcome that part of his past, and for him to just yeah, just stay the same. Like that's kind of unfortunate. He even in one of the earlier episodes, he refers to himself as the White Wolf. Like I don't know why they didn't change it on the title, like right? The, the, the end card. But, yeah, uh, maybe they didn't think he earned it yet. But also, they had a pretty good wrap up with him at the end of episode five. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I guess the only other thing I wanted to ask you guys about too is like, is this like a Marvel trick of us thinking that? Um, oh gosh, I can't think of her name now. Sharon, um, Agent Carter. Is she makes us think she's bad, but she's not really. You know, or is she kind of like a backstabber? I can't. I don't know. That's another thing I'm wondering if stuff got cut. Um, that was probably the weakest part of the season for me, because right. it doesn't really make sense. Like she leads them to the guy who was making the super soldier serum yeah. uh, early in the season, and then Zemo kills him, and like she protects them and. Then she gets mad at Carly, apparently, because there's all the text messages and phone calls that Carly has with the power broker before we know who it is. Right. Her, her motivations throughout just don't seem to make sense to me. So I was a little underwhelmed by that whole storyline. Yeah, it was just kind of, like, confusing how she's, like, pulling all the strings at the end. But, like, yeah, like you said, she's helping them out, but at the same time was, like, using them, you know, for a lot of her motives. So, yeah, that part was just, I was just, like, a little confused and thought maybe they could have done a better job explaining, but... Oh well, I see. I, do you know if they're, they? This is probably a one season off thing and just lead into the film, probably, right? Yeah. Yeah. They said yeah. that they might do further seasons of this one. I thought Feige came out and said that was a possibility, but not a guarantee. Right. I think that was the discussion a while back, but now that they just announced Captain America four. I assume that was an either or kind of thing. Ah, uh, that would make sense. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know for sure though. Why did we do that at the same time? Dude, it's you've been gone so long. This is what I do. 
you or me? Is that, is well, that what you're saying? I had someone had to. You either I guess. die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain, Scott. I don't Using know how that... my favorite movie against me, <laughs> you bastard. <laughs> okay. I don't really know how that quote relates to the scenario, but it sounded nice. I'm never mad at a Dark Knight quote, so I appreciate it. Um, okay, high porn. Jim, what is Firefly? Um, that's a show. It's a Joss Whedon show. It's like a sci-fi thing. To be honest, I don't honestly know much about it. I've never seen it. It's notoriously got canceled after, I believe, it's only one season, one season. and fans were outraged. Really? Um, but it's getting rebooted on Disney+, and fans are outraged. <laughs> well, they made a movie, because... too, right? <laughs> Yes, yes, they did release Serenity to try and tie up some yeah. of it, but they want the same cast back. They want it to continue the same story, but this being a reboot is obviously uh, not going to be doing that. Mm. Yeah. I've never seen it, so I don't know same. for sure. I watched I about it. half of it. Uh, I liked what I saw, but I don't, I don't remember why I fell off it. This was a long time ago. Uh, I doubt they're getting any of that cast back. Most of them are too big of names, and the ones that aren't weren't like aren't the ones you need back so right and so i guess if you're a firefly fan and you're listening uh tweet us tell us if you're upset we'd love to know tell us why we should watch the show too yeah please what i saw was good yes it's super awesome apparently um next piece of hype we have is there's a parasite show apparently coming from hbo which this is me just finding out about this now i believe um it's not retelling the same story but it's in the same universe, and Bong Joon-ho is involved with it. In. I have a question. What does in the same universe mean for Parasite? It's <laughs> a fairly realistic movie. Does that just mean it's in Korea? I don't... I think that's exactly what it means. Right. North or South. It. And so. I don't know if it'll somehow relate to the events. That, that ending is electric. But I, They're like <laughs> the next door neighbors. Yeah, right? Or the... something, and they're like, they have their own basement? I don't know. It's fucked up. I think... I think I don't know if it was confirmed, but I think Mark Ruffalo was attached as an actor at one point because it's going to be in English. It's like on American HBO. Like I don't. I... We'll see. I mean, I, I I won't be too upset if they you know kind of take over like that. As long as if Bong Joon Ho is involved, at least there'll be some sort of like you know originality to it. Hopefully, I don't know. We'll right. see. Uh, I have to think HBO shuffled money at him. Probably. And he's like, fine, fine, yeah, I'll do it. That was a great movie, though. Well-deserving yeah, of the Oscar. Amazing. I still haven't seen it, oh. but I'm sure it's very good. It's insane. The last 20 okay. minutes, Scott. Oh, my God. Like, I'm, I'll check it out. Absolute, like... I, did, I, did you guys, any of you guys think anything like that? I don't want to spoil too much. No. What's going to happen in the movie you were watching for the first hour, hour and a half? I was completely blindsided. Yeah. In the best way. It's yeah. so good. It is. Yes. It's amazing, for sure. God, that's great. So yeah, I mean, I'll give it a shot. I think. Okay, next thing we got. West Side Story trailer. Teaser trailer. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even feel as though I've been teased. It, it was like it's nothing, like, right? I, yeah. I it, show but it's, I mean, how, it's a, I mean, it's a play. You know, it's a, it's a, there's a musical you, you see you can't change a musical um it's so a, you can hit me with some songs yeah but it's literally all about it's literally all about presentation when it comes to remaking a musical i don't know i i i am one for i've when you go to a musical in an act like actual theater and actual musical they're awesome i'm not really that big of a fan of any 
about the movies. Well, that one just had amazing success on Disney. What was that one called? Hamilton. Hamilton. That's different though, because that was a recording of the it's stage. It's a recording. Play. That was not oh, an, that, not an adaption. It's very that's different. True. Yeah. It, However, I'm super hyped for In the Heights coming out in June or July, also from LMM, going to be on HBO. Same thing where they're recording the. No, this is a similar to West Side <laughs> Story. It's a movie, you know, of the musical, not like a recording of it. Right. And now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is West Side Story like a more hip version of Romeo and Juliet? In the most vague of vague of terms, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. The sharks I mean... and the Jets. Okay. <laughs> Steven uh, yeah. Spielberg, I... though. So that's something. To... That's where you yeah, almost. When's the last time Steven Spielberg made a good movie? War of the Worlds. What, do people you... think that one's good? Yeah, yeah. Scott apparently does. Uh, well, no, I I haven't seen it in a while. I guess. Well, Ready that... Player One wasn't so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You're talking about Steven Spielberg, one of the greatest directors of all time. If it wasn't so bad, is uh, what are we talking about here? Come well, on, it ain't True. Jaws or anything. But <laughs> you know, I mean, he... yeah. at this point, he plays his movies pass fail, and that one probably ends up being a fail. Yeah. I suppose. He hasn't had, like, you know, that, yeah, that... Jaws, E.T., right. Indiana Jones. True. <clears throat> Jurassic <throat> Park. War of the Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Schindler's sure Indiana List. Jones is a point in his Saving favor. Did he, didn't Prior he Ryan. also do Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? He, yeah, but that's recent. That's what I'm saying. When's the last time he made a oh, good that's movie? that's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Hmm. Right. Okay. Now, everyone remain civil. Yeah. Game of Thrones prequel House of the Dragon has started filming and it is on track for a 2022 release. Man. Um, Insert I mean, after that horrible quote. ending, I'm glad we got this now. It's not from the same people, so Anthony's I'm willing even, to give it a flyer, I He's think. not even looking at the screen. No, because Scott's just trying to get me to go <laughs> off on a rant. <laughs> That's all I'm he's just saying. It's just, it's like, why, I mean, if, yeah. I, that is true. <laughs> I know oh, this will be it'll be interesting. Let's just say I'm a hundred percent more hyped for the Lord of the Rings show that's coming. Ooh. Is that coming still? Yeah, it's supposed to. Be I would make that statement. It has been be announced to be the most expensive television show ever. Produced. Ever. Holy shit! To put it into perspective, Scott, what I read was like most typical seasons of Game of Thrones cost like a hundred million dollars ish. Four hundred. This first season, yeah, of Lord Ooh. of the Rings is $400 million. <laughs> you know, I feel like I've heard something like this before. Wasn't it the eighth season of Game of Thrones? It took 39 days to film that fight scene. Okay, I've heard so many of you fuckers who were saying that when it was coming out, how awesome that was going to be, and that fucking sucked. So You have a point. Money yeah. does not mean it's going to be good. No, Money, it doesn't. Exactly. No, it doesn't. Exactly. But it helps you but, with resources. So and 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 I would say um, something like Lord of the Rings that has yet to let us down. Aside from I was not a big fan of the Hobbit movies personally. No, neither am I. That's um, because the Hobbit movies are bad. Right. But I I would think they have a lot more riding on this than this Game of Thrones series because Game of Thrones already fucked up. So like. 
if anything they make if it's okay everybody's gonna be like oh good they're back on track but true hopefully hopefully you're right hopefully that lord of the rings show blows blows us away because that'd be pretty sweet yeah and it's It's somehow supposedly supposed to release later this year which i don't believe (sighs) one bit take us back to middle earth yeah yes (laughs) the same article i read said late 2021 i was like yeah okay that's getting pushed (laughs) you'd you'd think they're and where's that supposed to stream amazon amazon oh wow so, so we're Bezos all our is, eggs in the prime basket. Well, yeah, huh? he's forking over, you know, pocket change for for this I'll, movie. I'll take I'll take that because TV I show. know we're we're always going to have Amazon Prime, considering Cassandra's order history for sure. So <laughs> I'll have the subscription. That's me in our house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I'm excited for it anyway. I just to hear or like visually see a different story in the same universe um i think it'll be really cool if they do it right yeah. obviously yeah yeah I, it's risky and whether or not it succeeds is a whole conversation but we'll just have to wait and see and because adam is a great guest he brought <laughs> the final piece of hype himself yeah i mean i don't know how much our our listeners will care about this i like him bo burnham is a uh, comedian and writer he wrote a couple he wrote a movie Oscar nominated a couple years ago, which was amazing. Called Eighth Grade, but uh, he announced he has a new comedy special coming to Netflix, and I'm very excited for it because his last comedy special is my favorite comedy special of all time. It's called Make Happy, Ooh. and you should watch it on Netflix because it's very good. So I I'm excited for his new one. I'm pretty sure you suggest this to me, Adam, and a long time ago, I don't know how long ago it would have been. Um, I got really drunk and watched it, so I remembered about half of it. Nice. Yeah, the that half it's great for rewatching. The half that I saw, very good. So, yeah. But um, isn't that that's what hype porn's all about? Is you got to get hyped about what you like. Jim just threw some trash on here about West Side Story. He's not even hyped about it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Basically, yeah, you want to bring the hype next week? I if I brought the hype every week, it'd be too much hype. <laughs> too I much because it hype. it would all be about um. It would all be about Spiral because I'm really hyped about Spiral. Yeah, <laughs> no, it looks okay actually. Like, I yeah, just, we'll see. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep bringing it up so the listeners go. But I don't. But think there's any... no actual new news about it yet. Only news is it's only in theaters. That's true. It's not it's not streaming. So I'm gonna have to go to the theaters and get that free large popcorn oh, that yeah. Cassie's owed. Well, thank so. God, Mr. Diesel opened them back up for us. Thank God. <laughs> so you can go see the family. <laughs> La mi familia. <laughs> oh man. You can you can have any beer you want as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> I'm dr- What are you drinking this weekend? Oh. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm trying to decide something safe, but there's no such thing as safe. Because you have to like, drink whatever someone puts in your yeah. hand. That's what I'm saying. Like, I would like to go just beer. Because if I go just beer the entire time, I'm going to have a steady drunk. I know. And But but if but as soon as somebody's like, whoa, you got to do a fucking shot, I'm, I'm done. There goes every type of progress I tried to make. It's over. And then I'm like, a whiskey Coke doesn't sound bad. Yeah. And then I'm and then I'm blacked. So, so Scott, what are the odds you think I get paired up with your dad? Oh, this is like insert uh, high porn Scott's bachelor party this weekend. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. Um, <laughs> For, at, in just, golf, yeah, hundred percent. I think I it's, it's a random. To me. It is it's random, a random draw. But... Except, ex- I think my brother did say that Jeff and Jeff are going to be together. My oh. dad's friend 
Jeff is coming. So we, we figured they should be paired together. Um, one thing I don't know for sure is if they're staying at the house. I think he planned I'm kind of con- I'm concerned about that because, like, I hope they're not expecting luxury accommodations. but Or us to be you know. civil in any form. Right, right. Because <laughs> I exactly. will not be. No, no, 100%. <laughs> Yeah. So. so. All right. Well, that'll be fine. It's gonna be fun. Can't wait. That's we'll all. have a recap next week. Yeah. 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 We will. If we're alive. <laughs> it is that time you look forward to every week. We are going to start the review of our movie, Mortal Kombat. Um, full disclosure: if I reviewed this one, uh, it would not go well. So I'm gonna actually pass the reins to Adam, who has much more of a background in Mortal Kombat than I do because I actually talking to someone about this movie um what's the name um Kung 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 Lao Kung Lao I called him Kung Pao so um <laughs> it's definitely time for Adam to take the reins on this and we'll we'll jump in when we can Yeah uh I'm not a Mortal Kombat expert some people are like in love with this series but I've played a couple of the games like tangentially and i'm very big into video game culture so i know most of it just through cultural osmosis so i'm i feel like i'm pretty well equipped to talk about some of this stuff um uh, i'm hyped but this is my first time leading one of these so uh bear we've with got me. you uh we've got that's you. a first time for everything i think jim's gonna yeah. read well, the imdb synopsis which i have pulled up first... and i don't think it's a very good synopsis but go ahead your first I like, yeah, we certainly hearts. sometimes have bad ones. That's yes, for sure. and that's one of my favorite things is to always kind of like rate the, the thing. So, Jim, what is it? Okay, so Mortal Kombat obviously came out in 2021. Um, it's available to stream on HBO and is in theaters if you would like to go to your Marcus, mm-hmm. Marcus, Marcus. Mm-hmm. Um, MMA fighter Cole Young seeks out Earth's greatest champions in order to stand against the enemies of Outworld in a high-stakes battle for the universe. Well, right. You're right. That's that's what? garbage. It's garbage he, for what the movie actually is. That's not even accurate. Is. He does yeah. not seek them yeah. out. He, no, they he don't really stand out. against he them. He gets drug along. <laughs> and they do not make yeah. the high-stakes very clear either. So, <laughs> Yeah. No. So it's directed by Simon McQuoid, written by Greg Russo and Dave Callaham. Uh, starring Louis Tan, Jesse McNamee, or Jessica McNamee, excuse me, and Josh Lawson, and a whole handful of others. Yep. Whole handful. Which, unfortunately, yeah, I mean, they'll probably just get brief introductions when their character jumps in, and that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a problem with the movie, it seems yeah. to be. It's kind of like uh, when they introduce Slipknot in Suicide Squad just for him to die no less than 10 minutes later. <laughs> I forgot about Wait, that. Wait, Slipknot's in Suicide Squad? Scott, not, not Slipknot the, the band. Slipknot you're thinking of. Oh, man. He's oh, a God. anti-hero in DC Comics who is good at climbing. That is his power. Oh, we don't, we don't need to go on a Suicide Squad tangent. <laughs> okay. Uh, but we could. <laughs> yeah, we could. We could. I mean, to what degree is this similar to Suicide Squad? It's Ooh. not that different, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, let's get started. We're going to go scene by scene here. Uh, it opens in ancient Japan with some uh, a, a Japanese family just hanging out, and then some Chinese dudes show up and start murdering them. Thoughts? Um, it was good. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, like, I thought that i didn't learn much 
about the plot, but it did build Sub Zero up a little bit, which is pretty sweet. It did. So, um, right. Who at this point is called Bihan. Correct. Bihan. Correct. Yeah. I thought that I had like one thing I wrote down here because it's like every movie ever made is never leave your family in yeah. an action movie. Yeah. Because they always get either kidnapped or killed, <laughs> you know, like so every single fault. time. Well, he had to go get two jugs of water for his wife. So, I mean, she mm, technically, you know, sent How him. How thirsty is she? <laughs> well, I don't know. Two jugs. This is unfortunate, right. though, because I don't want to give too much away on, like, how I feel about this movie. And this definitely does not reflect most of my thoughts. But this is, like, the only good acting in the movie, in my opinion. <laughs> I was going to is... say, that this might be the strongest scene in the movie. And I think the directors know it because... Uh... They released the seven minutes that this opening scene is before it jumps forward in time for free online as like a trailer to try to get people yeah. to watch the movie. <laughs> I bet um, they did that. You're probably exactly right. And I'm sure it boosted their, you know, hype about it. But yeah. Because it's Hiro- a solid scene. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to butcher his name either, but Hiroyuki Sonata. I've seen him in a couple other things too. He's he's definitely the like probably the best thing about this movie, to be honest. He plays opinion. Scorpion, right? Or yeah, Hanzo, I'm sorry. At Hanzo this point. for now. Yeah, right. Um, right, so he... to be clear, though, Bihan kills Hanzo, his wife, his son, but the wife hid their daughter yes. inside the floorboards of their house. Yes. Right. I thought that was Cole the entire time. No, so the... this is thousands of years earlier. Oh, my God. So that woman's not even in the movie? No, she would be Cole's great, 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 great grandmother. Wow. Yeah. Okay. All right. Which is not right. very clearly explained, but yes. No. Jesus. Okay. Yeah, they don't do a good job of it. But if you catch it, yeah, in the beginning, the kid says, can I go see my sister or something? And yep. you can kind of put the pieces together. That would have been one yeah. of Cole's an- ancestors from like hundreds or thousands of years back. Right. Yeah, there's one line later on where Raiden connects it for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I just do want to say that I loved this fight scene between Bihan and Hanzo. And to be clear, Bihan also has fancy ice powers where he's freezing people. And when Hanzo comes back from getting water, which he subsequently spills in his fear, uh, finds his wife and son frozen popsicle style standing in front of his hut. It's badass. And it is badass because he goes, because all he really has is, He's like the greatest ninja at the time. Is basically his power, and he just slices and dices like fifty guys before he even gets to fight yeah. Bihan. It was yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> like yeah. the blood and shit was great. Loved it. I did think Boy, it was a good fight scene. I, I liked it. I thought it was probably one of the better ones of the movie, which we already kind of talked about. I did yeah. think it was a little over edited. There was a lot of cuts that I thought maybe they could have kept more of a steady camera and done a one shots. It didn't have, the whole thing didn't have to be one shot. I know that's kind of like a thing in action movies recently, uh, with like the John Wick movies where they do everything without cutting at all. You can cut and it can still be a good fight. I thought they cut maybe a few too many times. It was sure. A little yeah, there's a, a point shot. where it interrupts your watching experience. Yeah. 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 Um, Perfect. So that's how the movie opens. Uh, Sub Zero. We'll just call him that because it's easier than Bihan and more recognizable for fans of Mortal Kombat, the video game franchise. Sub Zero kills Hanzo, or Scorpion, as he is to become. Um, and Scorp- or Hanzo 
instead of just lying there dead, dissolves into fire, which kind of foreshadows being Scorpion. And then uh, a character who we do not know at this point, but we learn is Raiden, comes and gets the daughter out of the floorboards. Lightning guy. Lightning guy, Raiden. Yes, who teleports through lightning. Yes, yeah. he does. It's very um, <laughs> so Radon, that's he's in it for that scene only? No. No, he's, he's, he's like, like the, the main the... dude who's training them at the temple later. Oh, yep. He's, he's got, got the glowing yep. white eyes. He's lightning yep, yep. guy. Got yep. it. That, that's got the it. same dude. He's a he's yep. a god, technically. He's cool. He's cool. Uh in Mortal Kombat War. He's a he's a god. Um so anyways, he, Raiden rescues the daughter and then it cuts to title card, Mortal Kombat, whatever. And then there's some on screen text exposition. Um, Jim, are you happy? There are no opening credits. I am happy. I like Good. that a lot. And it's it's not like Is that better or worse than on screen when text there are exposition? Open <laughs> Well, but there was only like three lines. I, I even took the time to write them down because it was so short. Mm-hmm. Um, so the gist of let, them... let me just say, Star Wars is the exception. The opening title crawl, it's got to oh, be yeah. there. Electric. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Here, though, the gist of the opening expositional words is that the outworld, which is some evil place, has won nine tournaments in a row. And if they win a tenth, they can invade Earth. Uh, which apparently doesn't matter because they just invade Earth anyway, but we'll get to that. <laughs> um, and A bunch then of fucking cheaters. Fade, fade to black, and there's some dude in a cage fight. Uh, or, you know, he's getting ready for the cage fight first. We see a lady who looks too old to be his wife, but it's apparently his wife. I thought it was his mom and sister. It is a weird complex to say the yes. least. Yes. First scene, they're talking, they're all chilling. I thought it was... So his name is Cole Young, as we'll talk about. He's kind of the main character-ish. Uh, is sitting in a, a locker room, and there's a girl there and a woman. And I thought it was going to be his sister and mom. Later, we find out his wife and daughter, which... Yeah. Because he looks close. he looks like no older than 25, and that daughter looks like 10 years old at least. She's a... She's a I was going to say teenager. If not older. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. right. It was... Um, it's, Kind of something weird it's a to weird get a hold dynamic. Of it. Yeah. So, so that dynamic was odd, but wife and daughter. Uh, and then he goes and has an MMA fight. Uh, someone tells him to do an uppercut, which is a reference to the video games, because uppercuts are a very famous move for Mortal Kombat. But he doesn't do it, and he loses the fight. And then we see his dragon scar, right? We see his yeah. birthmark. Birthmark, I'm sorry. Uh, thoughts. I don't. <laughs> um, Nothing well, happens. <laughs> no, just that, you know, the fact that he's in a pretty odd relationship because this woman is like 40. Um, <laughs> I, I'm glad you said that right away because, like, there's some scenes where they're, like, all hugging together, and I'm like, God, this is so weird. Like, because the whole movie, she's not. A, I mean, is she ever really acting like his wife? I mean, we don't really Rarely. get a scene where they're, like, lovey-lovey. I mean... It's there's... relatively unclear that she's his wife. Like, uh, she may you have to do be... some guessing. She may not... She might be his mom. It's not, but... <laughs> That's not possible either. <laughs> I, guess. Um, I guess. The only other thing to note, I guess, is that the character, I guess we find out here, because he introduces himself after the fight, is Jax is kind of watching in the crowd. Yes, um, uh, Jax by... comes up. Yeah, Makad Brooks. Yeah. I honestly, uh, 
have never really heard of him before. I apologize. I, I He's think Jimmy Olsen all, on Supergirl. They're, they're all he? action yeah. stars oh. and, and like martial artists and people who can actually fight. They did try to cast. Oh, really? people, well, that's they cool, did try then. to cast people who can actually like uh, Lewis Tan, the guy who plays Cole, is on some martial arts like uh, classical kung fu Netflix show. I haven't watched it, but apparently oh, he does his own well. stunt. They all do their own stunts and stuff, which is kind of cool. Well, I like that then. And then oh, I give him kind of a pass for being shitty shit actors. Actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of a pass, not a full pass for me. But not a full it, pass. But yes, but he's um, terrible. Yeah. Um, Jax asks him about his birthmark with the dragon tattoo. Uh, I don't know why he doesn't tell him now what he tells him later, but we'll get to that. Uh, Cole, his daughter and wife, go to get ice cream, burgers, something. Yeah, I could go for both. Right, nice sure. little post fight, you know. A little post fight, you got your ass kicked or something. Get, get yeah, some, ice cream. creams for winners. Cole yeah. should know this. That's true. I'm serious. Uh, then why do you eat it? Jesus. Oh, <laughs> After that sick burn, we're gonna need some ice, which Sub Zero provides. Because <laughs> uh, Sub Zero shows up at the burger shop, which I actually thought this was a cool scene, almost making Sub Zero like was. a Terminator kind of character, like hunting them and the snow comes down before he'd be kept there um yeah not a lot of one thing i noticed is that there's like no other people in this movie other than like the characters on screen like we see like two civilians i think in this whole movie and it's like in this scene right here and one gets like killed by some of the ice being thrown around and shit like I'm kind of fine with that. They, mortal Kombat doesn't it's need okay side characters no and I, I agree it's just like yeah there was no it just didn't seem like there was any real threat to anybody else, but I guess that's, I mean, I don't know. It's not a Well, but that's kind of the me. point, though, too, is yeah. Sub-Zero is hunting him because, as we're going to find out shortly, he's supposed to be one of these champions, right? And he's been sent by Shang Tsung, the leader of Outworld, to assassinate some of these champions before the tournament actually happens. Right. Very yeah, excited for this tournament. Yeah what tournament yeah that's the joke uh anyways so sub-zero shows up starts throwing ice everywhere i don't know how he doesn't just murder them because he's so much more powerful than everyone there but jack shows up at a car and they drive away uh and this is when jacks explains that the birthmark is a sign that cole is a champion for the tournament mortal Kombat and is destined to fight in this tournament and that that's why Sub-Zero is hunting him. Right, and then we kind of just get this random, like, they turn down an alley, and Sub-Zero is just standing there, like, just, cuts It's kind of another cool, like, Terminator moment. It is. He, they obviously must give off some sort of, like, energy or something that they can track, because they don't really explain to you how they find him over and over and over again. Oh, you know? no, they don't yeah, because also anything. Jax found Cole yeah. somehow. Right, that's what I mean. It's, I don't know. I wish they would have just dived into like that a little bit like like all you'd have to say is like they give off some sort of different sort of vibe you know or energy like through the the marking because it because it clearly is mythological because it can be passed I'm jumping ahead a little bit but you can like take it from someone you kill and all that shit like all they could have done is spend like another 30 seconds to explain like how they track them down so easily but whatever it's Isn't not. in the car where Jax shows Cole that he has the same mark as well? Or... Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, so he, he Jax also tells him to go find Sonya Blade in Gary, Indiana. I was going to point that out all too. Places. Gary, Indiana? Really? That's the shittiest city in, in America. 
I don't know. Maybe I'm not that big of a Mortal Kombat fan. Maybe it has some weird connection to one of the games or something. I hope. Otherwise, it's a very odd choice. Yeah, that's for sure. I will say that now, after he told them to take the car and leave, Jax gives, like, one of my favorite lines of the movie. It's just like, I've done six tours, motherfucker. And he just, like, (laughs) squares up. I love it. He tries to shoot Sub-Zero with a gun. Yeah. Which does not work. And then Sub-Zero freezes and snaps off his arms. Which is his power, correct? No, he's just a badass. He does not have his power power yet. Yes, he does not have his power yet. Uh, Yep. So Sub-Zero leaves him for dead, and that's the last we see of Jax at this point. With how vicious Sub-Zero has been, you would think he would finish him off better, but apparently does not. Well, yeah, I don't know if he thought he was dead, because he kind of like hit his head on like a beam when he fell off that upper part but yeah i don't know isn't the whole point of more combat though that like to finish finishers him? are insanely diabolical which we will so, get to right There's so if he wouldn't just rip his arms off he'd like stab him through his heart right that's exactly that's what, yep. that's what i thought was coming that's what he should honestly done. yeah but um yeah. so then cole drops off his family somewhere and then drives to gary indiana where he meets sonia blade <laughs> yeah. yeah she She's very apprehensive of him at first because she doesn't like believe he's a champion or whatever. Because she's not a champion, is that correct? Technically, she doesn't not. have she a marking. No. So she is she just some badass? Yes. I like it. Her and Jax were in the special forces together, apparently, so they know uh. each other. And through a lot of dialogue in the beginning of this scene, uh, you come to find out that Jax killed somebody when they were on a mission in Brazil. And then they realize that the marking transferred to him. Yes. So right. to, not only is Sonya not a champion, Jax was not an original champion either. He just mm. got won by killing someone. Who became the first champion? Yeah, I don't know. As we <laughs> see later, it's it's been around for <laughs> centuries, so I guess you'll never know the question. How did it start? I don't I, know. I, I posted this on Twitter, so I think, Scott, you saw this, but... They go through this whole exposition of how Sonya and Jax like fought somebody with supernatural powers, and Jax got his marking and stuff, and then they hunt down Kano, who are about to be introduced to. I think a more interesting movie would have been them following and researching what Mortal Kombat is, and like encountering yeah. this dude with supernatural powers and getting a marking, and Jax doesn't have his powers at this point, but you could go a whole different way with this and have them... And well, instead of like disappoint us and throw this fucking tournament in our face and then not give it to us, <laughs> you could start with like an origin story, and then maybe the next movie is the tournament. Yeah, that makes more sense. I mean, that's right. kind of what they're doing, but not in the, a good way. No, no. Um, yeah. They so, kind anyways, of, uh, yeah, we'll get to it. They cop out at the end with what they do, but yeah, we'll save that for the end. Yeah, still cool. So, anyways, uh, Sonia explains all of her, her research about what Mortal Kombat is, which we've kind of covered already. It's the big tournament between the realms and Earth Realm and Outworld or whatever. Um, and then reveals that she has another champion chained up in her bathroom, whose name is Kano. And he is an Australian dude and is a badass and swears a lot. Yep, pretty fun. Yeah, he's got a potty mouth. Oh. Yeah. Some of the shit he says is hilarious. I, does anybody have any great? I have like a few. Well, I have one here. Uh, Cole asks him 
Kano what? As in, what's your last name? And he says, Kano, none of your fucking business. That's what it was, yeah. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> so you always got to have that, though. You got to have, like, the one vulgar asshole, like, in every movie that, that you're supposed to provide some sort of comic relief, but also you, like, kind of root against him. I don't know. He's a good yeah. He's good. Yeah, I, I thought he was pretty fun, actually, uh, yeah. throughout the movie, not just here. Um, so they're still talking about random bullshit. And then uh, Reptile shows up, which is another famous character from the games. Uh, can be Is in- it Reptile, though? Because there was a short scene that we skipped it's- on Outworld where they sent a reptilian called Sizoth. Oh, okay. Maybe that's his real name. But like, when he was first introduced in the video games, when you picked him on the character select, he was just reptile. Oh, but so that is who this is. Yes. Um, okay. I, I assume, I, I don't know who else it would be. I don't, I think like he's very famous and he's in the first couple of games, which is mostly what this movie is based off of. So mm. um, yeah, well, and it appears as though he won't be in number two. No. Correct. Because after they fight him, Kano rips out his heart in a very famous fatality, which is Kano's fatality from the games. Uh, and it's very cool. And he says Kano wins, which is another reference to the game. I like that. Whenever you win, like it, the, the announcer dude says the character's name and they win. So he rips yeah. out Reptile's heart and says, Kano wins. <laughs> it was pretty I good. did confirm Sizoth is Reptile. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Thanks, that Jim. makes sense. I want to say one thing about the Reptile character or Sizoth. Uh, definitely part predator, part alien, because he's got, like, acid blood, too, so, mm-hmm. and he's cloaking, like, the predator, just saying. If, yeah, I mean, with that much power, you think he wouldn't go down like a little bitch, but he did. Well, and what they end up doing is, uh, Kano lets acid drip on his handcuffs so that yep. he gets released, and then, uh, uses his knife to stab a lit flare into the invisible reptile's, like, head which isn't even what kills him. No. It's the final heart ripping out that does it. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was an okay scene. I don't know. It was, it was I a good liked kill. it. Yeah, I did too. It was good fighting. Um, I guess I'm trying to remember who comes next. This is kind of where... Well, at this point, uh, Kano reveals that he knows where Raiden's temple is. Yeah. Why They don't really quite explain why they need to get there. Um, and Sonya bribes him uh, by saying she'll give him $2 million, which he raises to three in order to get them there. Which um, she does not have, but... Yeah, but after after whatever. Kano goes back in, uh, Cole asks her if she's actually going to give him $3 million, and she's like, no, I live in this shithole, <laughs> you know, referencing her poor limit living accommodations. Right, yeah. Kano just seems a little too eager for money, but that might be his ultimate... You know, that's the kind of his downfall, I guess, anyway. I don't know well, why I believe they think... explain he is a mercenary. Right. Takes Yeah, mur- murder for hire. So I just don't know why he'd have so much faith in her having that much money to pay him. It's just kind of right. But doesn't he? There's a throwaway sign where he's like, uh, throwaway line where he's like, I was going to go there anyway, so you can tag along. Yeah, if... I guess so. Uh, right. But yeah, I don't remember if there's a, a cut to Outworld here or not, but then they go to Raiden's temple in the desert. Yeah, they're on the plane that he somehow knew a guy with a plane or a woman with a plane. Um, oh, yeah, the skydiving say, scene. Yeah, I just want to say when they, they're standing in the back, I just get Warzone drop vibes. It's <laughs> real, like, PTSD from that, man. A lot of drops. <laughs> you, and then Kano proceeds to push Cole out. Yeah, right. 
Yeah, because for someone who's never airdropped before, they just throw him right out of the plane. Count to three and pull the strap, I believe Sonya tells him yeah. or something. <laughs> but, seems um, like, it what? seems like they'd be pulling the strap pretty soon there, if it's three seconds. Or is that what... I, don't I mean, know. you're falling from the sky, so I I, I wouldn't know. I Who haven't knows? Done it. Maybe they were flying. It depends. Over. It depends on if you're doing it for pleasure and you want the free fall, or if you're like doing it for like military or travel purposes. Usually, you pull earlier. There you go, Scott. Now you're an expert. Well, I I would never do it for pleasure. <laughs> I did. It was fun. <laughs> oh my god, you badass! <laughs> You've lived more than any of us. Um. Anyways, so they, they parachute out, they go to the desert, and they start walking, and then before they actually get to the temple, a very jacked uh, guy in a, like, martial arts... MC Hammer pants. Yes. <laughs> martial arts gi comes up to them, which is uh, Liu Kang. Which yeah, the, I know I've heard of him before. Yes. In the games, he wins the first two tournaments... He is not okay. that impressive here. No, uh, not so much. But he does throw a fireball at Kano, which was pretty funny, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we know he's got fancy powers. Yes. And, Kano um, wants Kano fancy is, powers. <laughs> yes. He asks multiple times to get superpowers. Uh, and know. he will, but we'll get to that. Uh, but anyways, they, they keep... Liu Kang brings them to the temple. Um... There's some more exposition about how they're the champions. We kind of went over that already. Sony is not a champion, as we also went over already. Uh, what else kind of happens here? They, Doesn't uh, this, the bad guy clan show up? Not quite yet. Well, this because now like the movie just cuts, cuts, cuts from scene to scene to scene, like ridiculous. Um, but no, they they arrive and they go through that like mural room, and then they see that Jax has been brought there. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. Kind of yeah, and Raiden explains that they all need to find their inner power, which comes from their arcana. Yeah. And eventually, you just find it. And then you get superpowers, <laughs> yeah. which could be fireballs so. or a frisbee hat. Right. <laughs> I. Get... And we yeah, are like, introduced. Yeah, different ways of like finding it though. Like we find yeah. out like it really is just to get the one guy angry or Cole has to endure pain or something. It's it's not very clear on how you exactly find it, so we'll just kind of let the movie do its best, I guess. Right. They just kind of shout at Kano before he gets his to yeah. jump too far ahead for a minute. Right. Yeah. That's a <laughs> that's in a little bit still, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz first uh we we see Jax is there. We get introduced to Kung Lao, which is Frisbee Hat Guy, another famous Mortal Kombat character. Um, and then we see Raiden, White Lightning God God Man, uh, is also there again. And then they start training. Uh, everyone except Sonya, who's not allowed to because she's not a champion. Right. Yeah. She, they which tell her you're allowed to watch. <laughs> which her not being a champion is mentioned a lot. Oh yeah. Uh, it, it's like, hey, yeah, you stick to the side there. It's pretty rough. Well, they don't want you to forget because eventually that her status as champion changes. Yes. Right, true, true. Um, true. So then we get classic training montage. There's a pretty funny scene here where uh, Kano is training with Liu Kang and Liu Kang does a leg sweep over and over, which is a reference to spamming a leg sweep in the video game. Yeah, which, that would be me. Which, if you're not very good at the video game, is very hard to block. Uh, and eventually, 
Kano tries to jump it, but he jumps too early and still gets hit by it, which is another classic of casual players trying to avoid leg sweeps. <laughs> uh, so that was a cool little video game reference. I liked it. I don't know. I will say, yeah, there was maybe a little of, on the nose. Yeah, maybe too much. Maybe they over spammed you a little bit, kind of like that attack. But I don't know. I th- some of the references I thought were pretty funny or pretty good, at least that they threw in there for sure. Maybe yeah, a little too be a much point. fan service, but I don't know. There will be a point towards the end that feels so reminiscent of the video game. I had to call it out in my notes, and it was I loved that feel, you yeah. know. But we'll get to that when we get there. Um, so Kano trains with Liu Kang. Uh, what is his name? Cole. So forgettable. Uh, trains with <laughs> I don't remember if he trains with Liu Kang or Kung Lao or both. But he changes. He trains with Kung Lao. Yeah, he gets his ass kicked too, and doesn't get his Arcana. No. Um, and then the Outworld dudes show up, right? Yeah. It's uh, yeah, Shang Tsung, right. Sub-Zero, I think Cabal comes. And, and doesn't Melina show Melina's too? Melina's there too, for sure. Melina, and, yes. Yeah. Um, are the important ones. This and scene then, is um, just weird. Do they fight here, or is this the nope. one where he just, yeah. They just kind of nah. banter back and forth. And yeah. Yeah. Raiden says you can't fight without the tournament happening and they're kind of like haha we're doing it anyway and then he just <laughs> you know and then he just shoots up his lightning shield and they just leave basically yeah. is all that happens i don't really know really good <laughs> yeah i guess so and then there might be a little more training and then we go to dinner i think yep yes dinner's um, fun and, and here basically they're giving kano a lot of shit like dude you can't even like i was kicking your ass all day basically and like you i don't know what were they even saying to him like well that he was like pathetic and a shitty fighter and stuff like that and he's saying he's getting all pissed off and then suddenly a laser beam comes out of his fucking eye um and it bounces and almost kills someone well he blocks well he shoots it at kung lao but he uses his hat to block it right 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 so one thing that we did miss that is important it was like a five second scene is sonya is hanging out with Jax before this in the like healing area because he's armless and they've installed these really wimpy looking robot arms on him yeah true true and he's kind of punching around and he really doesn't have any sort of power or anything his arms don't work that great that they've installed so yeah he's a bit down and she tries to like pump him up but uh i will say the one quote from kano at this point when he finally finds his cyclops laser eye power he says like better than fireballs you pussy <laughs> like yeah. just still continues to like be is it though ass. i don't think it is i don't uh, yeah right <laughs> no especially what we can see what he does with the fire later was kind of cool so yeah, i don't know yeah, fireballs are way better yeah, yeah right i agree right. i agree um and then i think we get more training and then cole still can't get his arcana so he goes home right yeah or is there anything else yeah and this is where we get the explanation that he's one of the descendants of hanzo um i had hoped the power in your bloodline was still strong in you i know now that is not the case so raiden basically tells him he sucks and so then cole goes home (laughs) yeah um can i point out a problem here maybe this is nitpicking so the whole reason he went regardless of being a chosen champion is he didn't want sub-zero hunting down him while he was with his family Oh, yeah. They're not yeah. going to stop hunting him just because he gives up on trying to get his arcana. Now he's right. putting his family right. in danger, too. And like, we, that comes back to haunt him in literally, like, 
the next scene. Minutes. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it's, it's maybe it it's not his family. Stupid. I that's uh, what I thought. Maybe like right away because Adam, I, I agree, it was so stupid. Like he would go right back and just endanger them again. Like I thought maybe. It was a trick by, like, Raiden. He was, like, sending him to, like, a projected version of it. And he was going to, like, go back and they'd be, like, dead. And that would, like, help him then find his oh, thing. I thought that would have been a much cooler scene. I thought that's where it was going. I was like, you can't be this stupid, right? No, clearly. Uh, or one of the biggest tropes in these kind of movies ever is that Sub-Zero would have gone after his family to draw him out anyways. Right. Which he does later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, um, we'll have to talk about this time travel shit too or, or teleportation stuff i mean whatever we'll save it for the fighting i just can't um, handle it so cole goes home i don't i don't really know does anything else important happen here we get some scenes from outworld of shang sung recruiting more fighters yeah yeah so he's got his full team together now he's got molina who can teleport and has a long tongue cabal who is like a human inside of a fancy suit Raiko, who I believe is also human and has a big hammer, and then uh, Nitara, who has wings like a bat. Yeah. Yep. And Prince Goro, who has four arms and is massive. Correct. Right. Uh, so I think that's next. And then is the next scene just all of them attacking different places? Right. Well, we get like a quick scene back where Cole notices like oh, his shed. K- Kano, the Kano scene. Yeah, where he lets down the. Uh, Yes. force field that uh, lets the bad guys in cabal yeah. apparently knows kano i don't know how that's possible if he's from outworld or if he's just a mercenary from earth working for outworld but whatever i think that's what it is it's not explained very well but supposedly kano is the reason he has to wear the fancy suit in order to live yeah so uh cabal knows kano and says he would be able to turn him for enough money so he does that which is in character. I didn't have a huge problem with this. It's yeah. a quick turn, but it's not yeah. it's not bad. No, right. The stupid thing sense. always is here is like the people from Outworld, their motivation is not money. And what is your when they invade and take over Earth, which I'm not 100% sure that Kano grasps or knows, what good is this money going to be to you? Right. That's fair. It's a fair point too. You know, but that's a problem with so many of these types of movies. Yeah. You know, like where the bad guy who's going to destroy the earth is promising money and power. I just agree with the fact that I don't like him turning so fast doesn't really bother me so much because like at no point have I got attached to him in any way or thought that maybe he would be able to fight for the greater good. Like this whole time he's just been an asshole. So I was like, oh, this is about on par for where this is. Yeah, at no point he's been a team player. Yeah, right. Um, so he he turns bad, helps them take down Raiden's shield thing, so all the Outer World guys can now get into Raiden's temple, which they do, and uh, Goro goes to attack Cole. So they're all under attack. Yeah. Yeah, and this is where it gets really bad with cutting. Yeah, uh, I mean, we might as well just break them down. That'd probably be the easiest thing, because it just flashes back and forth like a thousand times per second, so I guess. Let's do Cole start with Cole first? first? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Cole's at his house talking to his family and they hear something outside and it's huge orc four-armed dude, Goro, who starts ripping up his barn or something. And Cole thinks he can fight him for some reason. I don't know what he's going to do against him without his arcana. Uh, He gets his ass kicked. 
Goro's about to kill his family, and then that that's what triggers his arcana, I guess. Right. Which, which um, is what? I don't know. I'd it's see like I was gonna armor. hope somebody knew because it's just but, like body armor. Literally and, and and like Adam and I were talking about this, it seemed like it was leading towards its absorbing that's uh, what kinetic I, energy. I kinda got but, that. But then it doesn't do it later. Like it, is. it doesn't do it later yeah, though. But it it does right. It doesn't like he doesn't unleash the power back, which is what I would have thought, you know, when he like punches like maybe it's like a super punch and goes like right through somebody or something right. and then but like no, it, he it, gets weird it, stick things that kind of like grow out of his armor stuff one of them's a knife and the other one's a stick okay it, cool. you couldn't have picked a worse main character i no. mean like this is a good spot to talk about this we didn't need cole to make it clear no. cole is not a character from the video game he's completely yeah, he's original new. to this He's supposed to be the audience insert to explain what Mortal Kombat is and be confused about why there's a tournament, why everybody has powers. But right. I don't think you needed him. No. This could have been Sonya, who is established a cooler. In, a cooler and established in Mortal Kombat the games. Right. And like it, you said earlier, I would have been much more in like you starting the movie with them like like you said, where she kind of was like they were on the hunt for like trying to figure things out and like find more warriors and explaining things like that would have been probably a better movie to be honest. I, I agree, and like I don't, Cole's powers suck. He's not a very interesting character. He's not funny. He's no his like it's I said, his, his powers suck. Like I don't. Yeah, being cool. able to take a lot of punches isn't interesting. Like no. yeah, what would his what would his finisher even be? I don't know. And he doesn't have yeah. one. Well, didn't he just, this... like, slice up yeah, Goro? If, That's if how we, that ends. Yeah, if we just finish this, yeah, he ends up just kind of becoming a better fighter all of a sudden and can take more hits and gets inside and, yeah, like, cuts him straight up from his stomach and, like, spills his guts all over the ground. Yeah, and something. cuts one of his hands off. As yeah. far Dad, as Mortal Kombat. Your uppercut. Yeah, which is another reference. Oh, that's uh, true. He did use the uppercut. Yeah. But as far as fatalities or Mortal Kombat finishers go, it was not a very impressive one. No, but we get a much better one here shortly. Yes, we do. So, (laughs) while this is happening, the Outworlders are also attacking Raiden's Temple. And other fights are going on. Um, What do we want to talk about next? Let's Let's do Kung Lao last. Okay. Alright. Because it's the best one. That's true. It is the best one. That's true. Yes. so um, Liu Kang, I suppose he's fighting um, Ka- uh, gosh, Kano. Guy... He's fighting Cabal at Cabal. this point. Oh, yeah. you're right, right. He fights Cabal here. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cabal seems to go super fast and leaves like a purple uh, string of light behind him, and he hits people. Yeah, he has hook swords. Uh, yeah. It it's an okay fight. I don't know. Liu Kang kind of gets his butt kicked, but doesn't die. Right, and then eventually kind of kicks him or gets him into that whatever that pit of sticky, gooey shit is. No, that, that's stuck. later. That's the final fight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Uh, here they that's don't really, right. this kind of goes to a draw. Um, yeah. And then things just kind of end. Oh, I know how it ends. with. He's about to get his soul sucked. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yes, because now Raiden's just using his ridiculous teleportation powers to try to get everybody out of there. And yeah, Kung Lao gets caught by Shang Tsung, 
and gets his soul sucked out of his body. Yeah, that's so that's how that fight ends, is they kind of fight to a draw, and then they hear Kung Lao dying in the background, which we'll get to later. Uh, right, so, so let's talk Sonya and Melina. Yeah, this fight wasn't interesting, because Sonya doesn't have her powers yet, and Melina's are just, I look gross. Yeah, and she teleports. She does teleport, yeah. also. God, she looks nasty. I wrote uh, down she reminds me of one of those vampires from 30 Days of Night. You guys ever seen? Oh her? yeah, I get that feel. Yeah, yeah real creepy. And like... she can like unhinge her jaw like a snake. Yeah, nasty. Yeah. She's nasty. always been creepy. She she has the, that same stuff in the games. It's very very creepy. Don't like it. Uh, so Sony gets her ass kicked. Obviously, she doesn't have her powers yet. Uh, she gets a rock dropped on her. I think. Yep. Yep. A and big one. Jax goes to save her, but his wimpy robot arms can't can't lift the rock, <laughs> and that activates his arcana. Which are robot arms, apparently. Yeah. But he already had his but he already had his arcana, didn't he? Or no? No, he didn't. (sighs) Okay. And that's well after the fight is done and all of the outworld folks leave. Ryko originally kicks his ass and like kind of breaks his shitty arms with his big old hammer. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the stuff just Uh, happened so fast that it's hard to keep track of everything. Yes. To be honest. Uh, so well, he... and they kept flashing between this right. and Cole's fight too, and that was fucking rough. Yeah, yeah it, the editing done. was not great. Um, yeah. so he gets his big badass robot arms, which I don't know how that counts as magic because they're obviously mechanical. But well, they magically appear. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and the so the last fight is. Um, Kung Lao and Natara, who, like we said, only just got introduced maybe 15 minutes ago. Yeah, if that, if that right. Uh, so and, she she can fly, right? And that's basically her only power. And screech. Yep, really loud. Not that it did anything, but... Yeah, right. I don't know. So Kung Lao, like, dodges her, throws his frisbee hat into the ground, so it's spinning vertically in the ground because it got stuck. And then she flies into it and gets split vertically, hot dog style, and basically she, she down from her head to her it. waist. He, he jumps on he her back her and rides her over it. So the blood splatters <laughs> yeah. all over his face and stuff, too. And, and Adam, correct me if I'm wrong, this is his actual uh, fatality. Yes, this is one of his yes. fatalities. And because he yeah. did not take a single hit in this fight, he gets to say after he kills her, flawless victory. <laughs> Four, but then doesn't he also say four? Um, no, because then Kung Lao gets killed. Yeah, yeah by Shang Tsung. A few minutes later, Shang Tsung kills him, even though Kung so Lao just had the coolest kill in the movie. So yeah, far, he, he was the coolest one. Honestly, was, I like yeah, and his power is a hat. <laughs> right, he gets the coolest kill in the movie, and then gets killed by the lamest kill in the movie. Yes, about to get his soul so sucked. sucked. <laughs> That is the worst. The way Cabal says that line is ridiculous. Oh, it is. It's so creepy. Why that guy was so weird from the get go? Like even his conversation with Kano, like he's a weird dude. Was just like Cabal. Yeah, yeah. Like even his conversation with Kano was just like so off the path, like off the rails. Just like, oh, you know, man, come and fighting over here, you'll get all sorts of money. (laughs) It's just like, God, I don't, this guy's vibe, it just doesn't fit the narrative of like a super villain, you know? I don't know. Right. It was dumb. Okay, so moving on. He's a lackey at best. Yeah. Um, All the fights are pretty much finished. Raiden brings Cole back now that he has his arcana. 
I think Cole punches someone lightly. Not, no, no real damage or anything happens. And Cole's like, you teleport us anywhere? And they all just get teleported out of there. Yeah, yeah and into a place called the Void. <laughs> well, yeah, and then like from here, they kind of just bullshit or whatever, and then they come up with the plan to teleport them and one of the other outer world or outworld villains to individually fight like on a home base this is where it's just like so this guy can just teleport whoever the fuck he wants wherever he wants at any time like why didn't he just make them all leave during the fight well right that's what i'm saying he could have just sent them fucking anywhere instead of letting one of his guys die or something they do have a throwaway line about that to some degree is he's like, the Elder Gods, which includes Shang Tsung, are not supposed to get involved in the fight. They just yeah. train the champions. So now that he's seen that Shang Tsung is getting involved, that's when Raiden got involved. Okay. It's not a good explanation, but it is an explanation. Yes. Yeah, I suppose. Okay. So they're in the void. Uh, Raiden gives Cole the, the knife that used to belong to... Uh, Hanzo. Hanzo, Scorpion, which he puts in his back pocket or whatever. And then they all decide who they're going to split out and fight. Um, Sony is going to fight Kano. Liu Kang is going to fight Cabal. Jax is going to fight Raiko. Uh, and Cole takes Molina. Cole takes Molina. Yeah, and they're going to leave Sub-Zero for last, and they're going to team up on him. Yes. Right. And this is the point where it really felt like a video game to me and I really did like that because yeah. all of the people got transported to, you know, side scrolling like looking locations arenas, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, I liked that a lot. It it was the thing about this that most made a callback to the video game to me rather than like when they said fatality or finish him and so on, you know, that didn't work as well as this making me think about the video game. What if the whole sure. movie was this and it was a tournament? called mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah like you, it would have been a better movie like they still haven't been able to give us any of these movies right. really right at all well didn't they do the the tournament yes. in the yeah, original they, one? the 1995 has the tournament yeah. um i just wish they great movie they could have did a better job nowadays though could you imagine how really? great it would have looked yeah i can't I'm imagine saying. yeah but no it's not well, that's what you want jim you can't have it They'll do it no, eventually, which we'll talk about at the end of this sequel yeah. setups. Uh, but first, let's talk about Sonya versus Kano. Right. So he's back in her trailer, and she's like hiding in it already, just popping out and stabbing him a little bit every now and again. Right. Doesn't she like clip his fucking Achilles yeah, to start? Or I something? think so. Oh. And he's just Wait. lasering everywhere, but apparently not hitting her. Yeah. I don't know. This is kind of like they just took them to like their own home field advantage sort of thing, I guess. Like Jim said, it's, it was like it was okay. Well, but I think yeah. I think Jax, Cole, and Liu Kang all are at various places on Outworld. I believe. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, the only yeah. one who's on Earth is uh, Sonya and Kano. Right. Because yeah. I guess I wasn't really sure where exactly. Yeah, those other locations were. Yeah, it's not explained, which is maybe a failing of the movie. Well, right. I don't think they're saying maybe about it. It's a failing of the movie. Yeah. Um. But so eventually they fight. Uh, Sonya and Kano fight their way through her trailer, 
and they go out her bathroom window out onto her front lawn gravel patch yeah um and earlier in the movie kano had hocked a loogie on a garden gnome she gets him down on the ground and stabs the hat of the garden gnome through his eye was that and what i it was? fucking loved it yes good kill i didn't notice what it was i thought i just saw she stabbed him with something there was junk all over that yard but that's that's cool actually i, I didn't realize it was the gnome so yeah and well we didn't talk about the gnome earlier because it's a throwaway thing but it did end up mattering here but important now because she has killed someone with the mark so now she gets it on her arm yes right um so she'll be in the tournament well yeah so then let's talk jackson reiko or reiko this one was kind of quick yeah, it was pretty quick because Jax kind of kicks his ass. And unexciting. Well, neither yeah. of them are characters. Jax has been unconscious for most of the movie and just got his right. robot arms like two seconds ago. And yeah. Raiko, we saw him have a hammer, but we didn't see him do anything with it except put a rock on top of Sonya. Right. So, like, but, yeah, they kind of just go back and forth on this almost bridge setting, if I'm trying to, like, explain it right. Yeah. And um, punch him forth, and then Jax eventually grabs the hammer and like snaps it in half and throws the big piece off and kind of cuts him down with like some kicks and shit and then eventually the guy's on his knees and this is a pretty cool finisher but he gives him like the double hand head smash and just explodes yeah the thunderclap yeah that was pretty cool i guess but somewhat uneventful because it was like 30 seconds and the head explodes it pops like this is it that's another jack's fatality from one of the games like that i like that god who was so the last one would have been Liu Kang. And uh, we got Liu Kang versus Cabal. Uh, Cole, Cole and, and Melina. Cole and they're Melina. at the same location, I believe. Yeah, right? for some yeah. reason. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Liu Kang fights Cabal. Other than the ending, I don't really remember much of this fight. No. All uh, you need is the ending. It wasn't that special, but just convenient that there's a big pit of oil <laughs> at the location where the fire guy is fighting. Right. right. Yeah. That's, advantage. that's what i was thinking so then he like yeah he backs him up into that thing the guy seems like he's stuck in it to where Liu kang then like conjures up this like flaming dragon and it just like goes down on him and basically just burns him to death and that's about it yeah which is yeah. yet again another fatality from the games right for, for Liu kang um uh, it was a pretty cool the, the effects look good the dragon fire yeah. it, it, mm-hmm. it looked good it's well produced right. um I don't know. Just execution, and, and that was like the main theme of this movie. It's just like they had. It seems they had the budget and the resources right. to make stuff look cool. It's just like, yeah, how things were done. Maybe not the greatest, but or decisions yeah. that were made. But we'll save that for the review. Um, yeah. So then it's just Cole uh, fighting Molina, and leave it to Cole to be the only one that actually doesn't fucking kill their guy like by himself. Yeah, he he does not right. win this fight. No, what the fuck. He He's about beat, to die. He just beat the the giant, you know, orc from World of Warcraft, but he couldn't fucking kill. Oh, she is creepy though. Those fucking teeth, man. <laughs> I do not like her whatsoever. Oh, and she unhinges her jaw, and the skin oh, like rips further. God, yeah, it's horrifying. But yeah, so but she does he have her like in a hold when when uh, Sonya so- eventually comes. Barely. No, I don't think he does. Like, Molina is running at him, then just flashes behind him, because that's what she can do. Right. As Sonya gets teleported in and shoots, like, some sort of kinetic blast through Molina's stomach, putting a hole in her yeah. stomach. Which but I thought looked pretty cool. You could see her, like, spine through it. 
Yeah. Right. And like, so that's from one of the more recent games, isn't it? Yes. Where like you look through someone's chest where the hole is and then you see Sonya through the hole. Yeah. yeah. I think that's from 10. Um, it's also an 11, I believe. Is it? Okay. There you go. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that was kind of cool, but it's like, yeah, I was just thinking that. It's like fucking cool. Yeah. What, our what main man that we need him in this movie, apparently. Right. Couldn't even finish off his one objective in the in the fights, but whatever. I'll give it. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I guess this time, right? So at this point, Sub Zero, uh, we see a scene of him at the house picking up Allison and Emily, and then he flashes to this place where Sonya Cole and Luke Kang are. Has his daughter Emily's bracelet grinds it into snow, and then Cole chases him through a portal, and they teleport away. Why doesn't Raiden send the rest of them after him right away? Say that again? Why doesn't Raiden Plot. just lightning the rest of them after him right away? Plot. Yeah, so the movie can happen. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sub-Zero's... I fucking... He's such a badass. Well, he's such a bitch, though. He's a cheater. Why? He just, All of the folks from Outworld are. They just use... Yeah. You, yeah you if just, you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Well, whatever. You can't take somebody on. He has to go after their fucking family every time. Well, he got the family to take him on, though, kind of, right? Like, that was the idea behind it, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. I guess. And he didn't even kill the family. He just froze them for a bit. Yeah, so you, that's another thing to talk about is uh, Cole goes through the portal, yep. and it's at his old gym where he MMA fought and finds Emily and Allison. Covered in ice. Yeah, yeah covered in I ice and finds them frozen in the cage. Yeah, looked, it did. look great. Yeah, um, I thought the the set design with the everything covered in ice and the MMA cage fight, I thought actually looked pretty good. Right. So yeah, he like shows up and they start duking it out in the cage. Um, to which Cole has the dagger now. Is that what it is? A dagger, a blade. Yeah, I it think can, it's yeah. Japanese, so it's a kunai technically. Okay, kunai. is it on a chain? <laughs> uh, not yet. No, not at this no. moment. But not yet. So they're like he's like start slashing it, but at one point then. Sub-Zero kind of gets, like, the upper hand on him. He's about to stab him, and to which he grabs the blade. So he's bleeding on the blade, which then obviously activates it in some way. And obviously. From obviously. behind, Hanzo, a.k.a. Scorpion, appears and kind of, like, rips Sub-Zero off of him and saves him for now. Yeah. In full and, Scorpion and, attire. Right. And he also, at one point, actually says, I'm Scorpion now, doesn't at he? This, yes. Like, yeah. Because he learned English while he was in hell for 2,000 years. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of badass that he mastered hell. Um, that <laughs> right? Because that it's about, like, put that on I was your supposed resume. to burn down there, but I fucking fixed everything. It's like, okay. <laughs> he, all right. That was, yeah. Way to go. How's that for your resume, Scott? It's like, I was, you sent me down to burn in the fires of hell, but I learned to control them or something. Right, like right. that. It's like, it, like I said, he's the like, best actor in this movie. So like, it doesn't surprise me that he kind of gives off the coolest, one of the coolest quotes. So it's like you sent someone to Detroit and they cleaned it up. Yeah. Like that's pretty much. <laughs> that might even be a greater accomplishment, to be honest. Right, right. And then uh, one thing the... that we do have to point out, though, is when Hanzo shows up, he takes his kunai, attaches it to a chain, throws yeah. it through Sub Zero's arm, and then uses that to pull him over to him and says the iconic line, "Get over here." Oh yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. I love it. Nice. And uh, I take a whole movie of that. I think this fight is pretty good, with one exception. It is. I wish Cole wasn't there at all. 
<laughs> yeah, he's just sitting there punching at the fucking ice yeah. like a little maniac. Yes, yeah. priorities. Yeah, his stupid wife and kids. Because he doesn't really help at all. He tries I mean, and he just no. gets his ass kicked immediately and Scorpion's like, just don't. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Leave it to me or something. Maybe that's right before he kills him or something, but I don't know. Yeah, he's yeah. just annoying, I guess, in this whole part of the scene, to be honest. I'm like, I remember it being entertaining, but like, other than get over here and then the fatality, which we'll talk about, it's very cool. Other than that, there's no like... I don't remember anything. It's not a memorable fight. I, I like the I setting remember... is cool, and like the characters and their costumes are iconic and cool. But Sub Zero was the one thing cool... from Sub Zero. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the blood cool right? moments. Yeah, where he, the blood immediately he formed it into a knife or something. Yeah, it like squirts out of the guy when he cuts him, and he turns into a knife and grabs it with his other yeah. hand and tries to stab him. That, very, that was very very cool. cool. That was also yeah. in the trailer. Yeah, but that was in all of the trailers, yeah. right? Oh. Okay. Wish it hadn't been because I'd have been more excited about it when it happened in the actual movie. Here's the key: don't watch the trailer like me. And you were like, "That was fucking cool." So, no. <laughs> You're right, though. That part was memorable, and that part was very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we can cut to the fatality basically now. Yeah, right? that's like, the rest of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I like this fatality, but I wanted it to be a little more brutal than it was. I think, because like. He basically burns him alive. Yeah, yes, he breathes right? fire on him. Wait, so that, I mean, that's cool. This is but... Scorpion's iconic fatality, even back to Mortal Kombat 1. Mm-hmm. You, you, you kind of have to do it. I think I they could have made it more intense. They could have like had Sub-Zero like, screaming or something. Or right. They could have made right. it more graphic. Yeah. Also, For as gory as this movie was supposed to be, I was a little underwhelmed in terms of the fatalities especially from the way it started too like we talked about like that opening like seven minute scene was fucking awesome so like right they they really like like, uh the kung lao fatality too with how much blood was like squirting out of like the 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 frisbee hat cut and everything Mm -hmm. onto kung lao's face like they could have went bigger here also so he takes the mask off to do the fire breath or whatever and it kind of like burns his face in the games, his whole head turns into a skull, uh, oh. and he breathes fire, which is dope. And right. I wish they would have done that, but it probably would have looked too cheesy. But that's yeah. kind of what I wanted from this movie, and maybe should have had more cheese. Probably. Well, I mean, also when he burns people, they turn into a skeleton, and we didn't get that either. Correct. They no, turn into a skeleton and then dissolve into dust. Right, because he just was like a charred body. That was w- where it was kind of underwhelming. It's like you'd think he just like immediately like burst into flames, you know, kind of like over exaggerated. Right. But that's what this whole movie and the video games are about. But yeah, it was kind of just like oh, he lit on fire and got charred up and just laid there dead. Then yeah, you know, I was if he would have turned into a skeleton, if they would have just made him, you know, look like Ghost Rider, it probably would have been okay. Yeah, right? that's what I wanted. <laughs> That's those what movies were brought up to me. Those movies were brought up to me today, and I was like, "Yeah, we'll probably do them on the pod at some point. One of them." That's like a good movie. No, oh, as a kid, well, I, I loved. I wanted to be clear. One. I I was wrong, but I did love it at one point. <laughs> Sam Sam Elliott's in the first one, right? Yeah, he is. That'd be yeah. the only reason. Yeah, he's like the OG Ghost Rider or something. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> God. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um so that's basically the end yeah, of the movie there's a little yeah. bit of falling action but which well, matters I mean, because it sets up the next one right? yeah so, so, so I guess raiden, dies raiden yeah. brings the rest of them way too late 
Scorpion yep. goes back to hell, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, they're just Shang like, Tsung shows up. Shang Tsung shows up and takes the dead body, which is a not an Easter egg, but foreshadowing that in because in the games Sub Zero also dies and they bring him back to life somehow. Uh, he becomes yeah. No one ever dies in this game. Uh, his son also takes up the Sub-Zero mantle, so we could get Sub-Zero, and we could get this Bihan becoming Noob Saibot, which you guys talked about on Trivia last week. Uh, he becomes Noob Saibot. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, so that he takes the body, so that's setting up the sequel there. And then Raiden tells them all that they need to prepare for the tournament, because that's still happening, yeah. I guess. Yeah, and, yep. and just more ridiculous, like, Radon, he just sends shang back to the outworld just because he can yeah so I, just, I don't know why he didn't do that earlier but right that's <laughs> yep. my point but it seems like radon could keep the peace with this entire rivalry but he chooses not to well you just, it's what you get when you play by the rules i guess yeah and shang Tsung doesn't yeah, yeah. and it doesn't so seem at to this point punished for it but whatever at this point raiden says he's gonna assemble a list of more champions and the current ones have to go find them yeah and then so, we get a scene then with Cole back at the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, says he's going to L.A. Hollywood. 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 Yeah. To what's the in Hollywood? Of Johnny Cage. Right. Well, what is that line of what's in Hollywood? What is it's not not what, what but who. who. Yeah. Oh, oh wow. God. To which yeah. we get yeah the Johnny Cage name on the poster and cut to black. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, I know Mortal Kombat just through cultural osmosis because I'm a really big into the gaming community, but I'm not a huge fan. Does anyone know? Do people care about Johnny Cage? Like, I know he's from the first game. He's been in all 11 or whatever, so, like, he's famous and Was iconic. Is he, like, the main character of the first no. movie, even? Not really. No. No, he was know. a side character. Who was the main character uh, of the first Liu one? Kang. Liu Kang. Mm. he ends up winning. Um, right. I, I don't know. I, it didn't feel like a big enough name to drop. Like, if Scorpion was not in this movie and somehow they hinted at Scorpion at the end or something, maybe you could do that. Like, credits hint, but I don't... Johnny Cage, I don't think, hits hard enough. Right. But it makes sense mostly if he's going to Hollywood, right? Because where else do you find some of the other ones, right? Like, right. they're like, all, like, monsters and ninjas and stuff like that. Right. Like, I, I get... it works fine it's a hint towards a sequel i just don't know if it's good <laughs> right yeah like hopefully it's enough to bring enough interest and then they kind of just you know find a bunch you know bigger you know funner characters for like for the sequel like if you if there is a sequel you know we'll see if that is viable or not um, supposedly the director said that he wants it to be a trilogy which i am worried so setting up the sequel they said they need to find more champions so john cage boring. being one does that mean we don't actually get a tournament until a third movie god i hope so right <laughs> <laughs> you want more of this scott yeah i love exposition yeah <laughs> god especially two movies of it because there's a chance right. we don't get a tournament till the third movie there's uh, also a chance we get the tournament and then in the third movie, Outworld breaks the rules and invades Earth anyways or something. And then right. it's like a war on Earth. That's probably how I would do it. But. Yeah. Be interesting. I mean, 
I I liked it enough to check it out. Who knows? I mean, I don't. Maybe not if I have to pay to see it in theaters now because you could just watch it here at home. But um, I don't know. God, do we just want to jump into scores? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's do scores. I'm gonna give it a five, right down the middle for me. Um, a lot of cool action scenes. Like I can't say that. Like the first seven minutes. They really just backed themselves into a corner because, like, if if the movie was like that, and it sucks because the guy who played Scorpion, he was like by far my favorite part of the movie. He's definitely the best actor in the movie, in my opinion. So, like, having him only in it at the beginning and the end kind of sucks. Um, but like, the action was great, the gore was great in the first, you know, opening scene. Um, but from there, it just gets pretty choppy, like we talked about, and just yeah, the acting was just a little too off. I like the fact that they used real, like character actors that could actually fight, but they just you know it was a little distracting at times. Um, so yeah, I guess just kind of right down the middle for me, to be honest. All right, I'll I'll jump in next. Um, I also gave it a five, and I was talking with Adam about this. If it weren't for you know, that last 30 minutes of what felt like the video game um, and just the fun action sequences, I would have probably seen this go into, like, a two or a three. But, like, I, I really did enjoy the ending of, like, all the fighting scenes together, even though a lot of it was pretty fucking ridiculous. Um, I I enjoyed the the, fatal- the flawless victory. That was that was enough right there to move it above to a five for me. <laughs> like it was just so awesome. And like, I actually enjoyed that scene a lot, but obviously huge flaws. Cole was shit. Um, like Adam said, I'm on Adam's side with, uh, we could have got rid of him and the movie would have been better. Like the whole side plot with his family. And I don't know, it was, it was meaningless. So hopefully, um, they go away from him a little bit if they do more of these movies, but if they're all centered around Cole, I don't know. That's that's immediately putting a weight on the movie. I find opinion. that to be unlikely. Now yeah, that they've yeah. introduced their new guy, they're not going to want to get rid of him. I'll do my score quick. I was one point higher than you guys. Came in at a six. Whoa. Um, I just, I had so much fun watching this movie, even for all the bad things we had to say about it. I really, really had fun. And that gives it an extra point in my book. I definitely laughed more than I thought I would. Okay, so Jim, you're telling me your review for a six was because you literally just said I had fun. <laughs> that was the end. Of your we we talked about all of the bad things, and they're all true. Was, you know, I I agree. I agree. I guess at at the end of the day, I wasn't miserable watching this movie. Like, um, was, I absolutely am watching this again. You know, and ooh. like I said, I had a lot of fun watching it. I would want rewatch the actual scene of the fatality that's the that's the only part like yeah if we could just trim that down into like a 15 minute video. Get a compilation well to get prepared for this movie i actually went on youtube and watched the famous fatalities because i didn't know like anything about mortal Kombat whatsoever i knew like two characters but I, I didn't know, like, even how the video game worked. I Now I know it's, like, the health bar and, you know, whatever. Like, so I, that was what I was hoping this whole movie would be, would be incorporating the video game. But, like, they just made it into too much of a movie is what I think happened. Like, you didn't need to do it. You didn't need this exposition unless it was going to be better written, but it was just trash. 
it was like straight trash of exposition but that those those video game parts saved it because that's what you want in that movie i feel like so yeah but yes jim it was fun i agree that is true and that is why i'm with you jim i also gave it a six uh it's not a great movie uh but it's good enough for what it's trying to be it's very fun like you said and i think the effects and production are good like like i said i really liked like the mma uh cage covered in ice even though i hated cole and i think he probably brought the movie down at least a full point uh agreed but poor guy all the set design was pretty good most of the cgi was good the fights were cool enough uh like it it's a fine movie to have a beer and watch some dudes get murdered in ridiculous ways i wish there was more of that um but there was enough of it that I didn't hate my time with it. So yeah. if they put the out one a sequel, really... I'll watch oh, it. Sorry, I don't know. The one really bad CGI that sticks out is Raiden's like lightning force field thing. Looked yeah, like that, that was a little trash. Goofy. Was a little well, goofy. And when I th- one thing that too when Jax was like training, getting used to his hands, they looked terrible. Like as he was like punching that bag or something, I just thought they looked real. That might have been intentional. Glitchy, yeah, perhaps. Um, I don't know. He was all depressed about how bad they were. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm gonna be. I just made a hypocritical statement in my review that I I'm not gonna retract. I'll own it, but it's very hypocritical. I was on here when we rated the Godzilla versus kong pod and i said i did not want to i don't go to the movie a movie like that for the acting i go for the monster action (laughs) and i totally just ripped not too bad i said it was somewhat distracting but that still is enough to make me sound like a hypocrite i don't want to be that um so i was a little too hard on the actors probably i you go into a movie like this not for fucking oscar performances it's for the the action which i didn't give it enough credit but i'm still i'm still at a five but i just wanted to say Save face a little bit. Didn't want to be a cop out, you know. I think right. the difference there is that God Brazil versus Kong, they knew what that was, and like, yeah, you have to have some humans in it, but they didn't lean on them at all. Like, they knew that right. people weren't coming to it for that, and they knew they probably weren't the greatest or best part of that movie. So it's fine, and they they maybe spent a little too much time on it, but the focus was Godzilla right. versus Kong. Yeah, with Mortal Kombat. I guess with actual, you know, people I think involved. they tried. They they didn't lean in to the right side of it. Like after it was his Kong, they knew that that issue was going to come up with people that people weren't going to be happy with the the human characters. So they leaned the other way and tried to get away from it as, as much as possible. If not, they didn't take them all the way out. But right. here, there was way too much of uh, Cole and his family and. Jacks and Sonya, like, and Jax's arms when he was unconscious, and Liu Kang being all pissed that Kung Lao died. Like, they didn't... They leaned into the human elements too hard, which, like, mm-hmm. I think it's fair to take points away for that, because even though you don't come to it, a movie like this for that part of it, they... who The people who made the movie put a lot of that into it, so it's hard to ignore it when there's a lot of it. Yeah, right. so it's lack of understanding of what people actually wanted out of this to one degree or another. 
Right. Yeah. For sure. Well. All right. Well, Adam, good job of of leading that movie um, because I would have done pretty shitty. <laughs> uh, so, so with that being said, let's talk about our future schedule here because with Adam on, I think. I think there's a movie or two here where he's probably going to be on again. Um, well, maybe one of them he said he would do. One of them he specifically said he wouldn't. But uh, our so what's our theme here, Jim? Blockbuster month, is that right? Yeah, that's for May. We're doing summer blockbusters by the decade. 80s, 90s, 2000s, and then the 2010s. All right. Well, I'll lead off with what we're doing for the 80s. The 1987 classic <laughs> dirty dancing um maybe a little out of our element but it's good for us so uh, shows our range get, get really excited for that one we'll get we'll get our swayze on and and enjoy some good music so it, just as i i i don't know if we were recording when i was doing this but i no yes we were i was just ripping on musicals so this is kind of a musical um so it'll be good it'll be great um, Adam, would you like to announce the 90s? Uh, the 90s blockbuster is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace from 1999. And uh, oh, I know we're all pretty uh, pretty big Star Wars fans here. I don't know who's the biggest. It might be me, me, but it it's might be me. Jim. I don't know. I, I don't know. Uh, it's probably you. It, it's, prob- it's probably me. Oh, uh, <laughs> Just claim the crown. <laughs> Yeah. So if I'm available that when you guys record that one, I would love to come on and talk some Star Wars because I'm always game to talk Star Wars and I don't that have movie, enough. That movie surprises me with how long it is every time. Yeah. Oh, it's aggressively long. Yeah. It's going <laughs> it to be is. a long pod. <laughs> For sure. Um, I saw a post today. Someone was defending it that people are too hard on it because it's a kid movie. That movie opens with tax treaties and trade federations. It's not that Correct. much of a kid movie. So No, yeah. It's very deep into like the political side of things, that's for sure. Uh, but we can talk about that in a few weeks. Yeah, we can. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jim, what about the 2000s? For the 2000s, we are doing uh, 2007's Transformers, starring Megan Fox and Shia LaBeouf. Can't wait to talk Sam Witwicky and see Dude, Bumblebee as a shitty ass Camaro. I'm an apologist for this movie, this one in particular. Michael the first Bay, one I feel like is pretty good. Yeah. We'll see how I when's feel about la- it when we when's actually When's the last time it. you guys saw it? Yeah, like come on. When's the last time I don't you saw know. it? It doesn't hold up, guys. It doesn't. It you're going to watch it again and you're going to be like, "Oh my." Just the God. acting? The, no, some of the lines yes, and the acting too, but one of the lines in the movie is is literally Shia LaBeouf saying to Megan Fox, "Don't you want to say you had the guts to get inside the car?" Yeah, like, no, stop. It's bad. It's so bad. <laughs> Judging by the Just pheromone levels, I can tell that the male wants to mate with the female. That's <laughs> what one of the Transformers says. It does not hold up. So I rewatched it like a year ago, and I was just shocked how bad it was. Just, I'm, I'm telling you, we'll see what you guys think. I'm curious. I'm excited. Nice. People got really Isn't mad. One... They put flames on Optimus Prime, and I thought that was funny because I care a lot about certain franchises, but no one should care about anything that much. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> right. Good God. All right. Well, I'll kind of round us off the last one of the month. Uh, 2013, The Conjuring. Super pumped, super afraid. That was my favorite scary movie up until Hereditary. So I'm excited yeah, for that a, one. It, it's a good one. It's, it's a great one, movie. So it is excited to review it. 
we've got quite the range that month, so it's it's good. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at weave underscore scene underscore that. Like us on Facebook or email us at seenthatpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's S-C-E-N-E, that podcast at gmail.com. So as I'm sure you can hear, we did just lose Scott's audio for whatever reason when he saved. So I'll say thank you to Adam. Yeah, it was super fun. It's been a while since I got to talk movies. Thank you all for listening to the 33rd episode of the We've Seen That podcast. I'm not Scott. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jim. And roll credits.